Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced Twi'lek and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're gonna get wrecked. The riding on the sky on fire. Heading to the edge of the empire. Your number's up and now you gotta pay. Running from the heroes of the Hadian way. on Heroes of the Hydean Way. Deep within the economy of favors, the crew of the Sky on Fire had joined Flutterplume in her quest to find her captured family. Some travelers of the Scraplands pointed them to the Rusty Reach outpost, a walled compound with guards on patrol and a hundred yards of killing ground. They took their time, pausing at a distance to get things right. Ilan took up a sniper position with the crate's breath, while the three brawlers moved into a closer position. Barrowin, struck by inspiration, took off toward a nearby station. Will this plan come together even as the team splits? Find out on this week's episode, A Pretty Reasonable Wookiee. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars RPG line. Our current adventure is Mask of the Pirate Queen, and this is Act 2, Episode 6. And I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. Good evening. My name is Billy. I, uh... I am a gambler and an enforcer. My favorite color is blue, and I enjoy games of chance. Salutations and hello. My name is Vestrono, and I am a doctor. I'd actually not given that much consideration as to what my favorite color was before, but I think it might also be blue. Is that egotistical? How about I say yellow just to be safe? I don't really generally like games of chance. I like to know the outcome of things safer. Uh, I'm, I'm Barrowin, and, uh, my, my favorite color is probably, looks around at the red coat she wears, looks around <laughs> at the red-orange paint job on the ship. I don't know. I have no idea. What color are trains? <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for one for a long time. And this Gan's name is Ilan Cav. Ilan is a droid tech aboard the Sky on Fire. Uh, Ilan's favorite color is Kalish. Ilan um, isn't sure if any of the rest of the crew can see it, and uh, and Ilan is quite fond of games, uh, but Billy always wins. That's because Billy lies. Captain, we discussed this. I do not lie. I manage. Billy, that's a euphemism, and you know it. As the dealer, I represent the house, and the house always wins. And that's another really good reason why I don't like games of chance. <laughs> to learn more about our characters, we get one hero to ask another a question. Today, we will get Vestrano to ask. Yes, actually, this might be... Uh, I actually should, probably should have asked your permission, Ilan, but uh, my question today is actually for K1. Oh, uh, Vestrano doesn't have to ask Ilan's permission to speak to, K- to K1. You know, it's it's... It's always been a bit of a, you know, not quite sure how to... All right, uh, K1. Uh, yes? Uh, you've, you've always shown a remarkable restraint in situations where things get awkward. 
at, at least for you know the biologics us you know um have there ever been any situations where you you wish you had pretended to translate something in a different way or to have jumped in and, and fixed something uh oh oh um honestly yes um sorry ellen there have been a number of times where ellen hasn't been the most delicate being with regards <laughs> to uh to others feelings um Ilan sometimes says a lot of stupid things. Hey! hey! But uh, I always make sure to translate as authentically as I possibly can because it's it's not doing Ilan very many favors if I have to filter everything. It's not exactly like I'm the best public speaker either. This wasn't really what I was programmed for, kind of a add-on. Um... Do you wish you had a filter like that, Mastrano? I, 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 I like to think that my upbringing gave me a reasonable filter. I does it seem as if I don't have a filter because I really I, I could try harder. Do Do you want an honest, unfiltered opinion? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. Yes. Well, you do tend to stammer a lot and stumble. And sometimes stick your foot in your mouth as well. Especially around the captain. Yes, especially around Barrowin, or uh, you did that around Flutterplume. Um, really, most beings that are not not Billy or Illin. Although we're we're having quite a lovely conversation now, I'm I'm quite enjoying myself. Uh, I, I, you, <laughs> oh, that's like gonna, that, that's... like that. That's what you do. I believe it is an endearing quality. Add K1 to the list of beings that Mastrano is not comfortable around. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. I have a follow-up question. Uh, Yes, Captain? Uh Uh-oh. I know I'm going to wish I had this for the next episode because I don't have another question to ask, but I feel like it would be too out of context at that point. Um, This is for K1 as well. K1... Are are the biscuits still biscuits? Like, are the biscuits actually biscuits? I'm I'm confused, Captain. Do you do you mean the the gand word for biscuits, or do you mean when when you say biscuit, is that what Ilan's saying? More or less. I I guess you could call it um like pastry or confection might be more more accurate translation, but it's roughly biscuit is what they mean. Okay. I'm not sure if that makes me feel better or worse. But thank you. Well, Gand is, isn't the most precise language. It's all in the inflection. Yeah, the Gand word for biscuit is very close to the Gand word for, like, I don't know. Extortion. <laughs> Can you have inflection when it's just, like, clicking? Hey. Uh, hey. It's, it, it's all a matter of the uh, the way that they vibrate their carapace, uh, the, the specific frequency. <laughs> the very particular uh, resonance. Exoskeletal plates. That's why there's such a wide variety in their dialects because they actually have different and it resonances just all translates for the band. different body builds. I, I kind of like the idea then that how is how's K1 producing these sounds? Yeah, the timbre of uh, their chitin. It's probably just a lot of samples. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. There's a synthesizer uh, in there. The camera pans down from a cloud-filled sky, gray with smog, 
the first thing that we see is a horizon of uh, scrap metal. And it pans down a little bit more as we see a valley start to take shape at the bottom of our screen. And then you see these two ears bouncing into the frame. They're Salonian ears. And you hear the panting of a Salonian running towards the uh, switch for the magnetic train. The camera sees the back of Berwin racing towards uh, the switch, attempting to get there before the uh, before the Meg tr train is able to make it past the switch. And I'm wanting to uh, get a average athletics check off of uh, Berwin, but also accept resilience. Hmm. Athletics is going to turn out better for me. I don't remember how much better, but better. I knew I was forgetting to open something. Come on, character sheet. You do it. <laughs> That's a good character sheet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, average athletics. Yellow, yellow, purple. Oh, purple. I guess before that, we should get a destiny pool. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, whoops. Right. Oh, good idea. I completely play. forget to play this game. Not playing <laughs> and our final destiny pool for the session are, uh, is three light side points and four uh, four dark side points. Is, is three light side points and three Ow. dark side points. Everyone Look, I might have points. actually gotten some sleep last <laughs> night. That doesn't mean I'm a functional uh, human being again. Fair enough. Okay, destiny yep. pool is three and three. Four now. Mahaha. <laughs> Is anyone laughing at that? Yeah. Or is it K1? Yeah, you're supposed to do the, the evil <laughs> laughing. You're supposed to leave that for Ben. K1's been engaged in a conversation <clears throat> by herself that lasted over a minute. She's drunk with power now. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like she's about to have her own spin-off. I like to think that... <laughs> I like to think that she and Billy have had conversations, or does that not count uh, because it, I'm a droid? It totally counts. It's making a joke. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like there's some. I mean, I mean cl like clearly making it awkward. Uh. Bechtel test situation, but with a lot of apostrophes instead, where it's like, how how often do two droids talk to each other without talking about biological creatures that they know? <laughs> Anyhow, I I don't have the wherewithal to actually find that joke. Uh, average athletics test. Uh, I'm rolling yellow yellow against purple purple because Barrowin uh, jogs. I guess. And Berwin's got one advantage. Alright. So in that case, I'm gonna have Berwin arriving at the uh, switch station, which isn't too much different than like a uh, uh, railroad switch that you would find in the middle of like a rail spur. So very out of breath, and I'm gonna go with three strain for Berwin. For failing. Should have... Should have stretched. Uh, off in the distance, in the direction of the Jawa city of Ord Mantel, you can see on the... Uh, on the mag rail there, a smoke just over, or just through one of the switchbacks. You can't quite see what it is, but you can see smoke rising up, and it's stationary. Though, as 
you're looking at the indicators next to the switch, you can see that the engine is coming towards the the switch here and into wall port. The switch itself is locked down and generally it actually looks pretty mechanical as opposed to being a computer type switch. Super. So I don't have to say that word <laughs> and trigger my Alexa. <laughs> I uh, I presume that on the track the train is currently on, there are like five porgs, and on the other track there's one porg. <laughs> but of course, if I move the train, I am making a conscious decision to kill that porg. So is it better or worse? And Verwin doesn't know. Uh, okay. Um, just need to get the train to stop here. Go over to the switch. Try to figure out what needs to be done. In this case, I'm figuring at <laughs> I'm figuring the fairly standard bit of uh, technological improvement, and then is improved to this almost droid-operated or droid-controlled switch, and then gone back to having the ability for a droid to interface with it, but it's still just sort of a lockdown mechanical switch going from move it and drop it back into something. Except it has a... If the train's a droid, isn't this just Thomas the Tank Engine? <laughs> <laughs> That's the dark secret of Ord Mentel. Well, no droids, so I'm gonna have to figure something else out. Like, there is a physical lock over it. Um, is it like a padlock? Or is it like built into the unit? Okay, uh, in this case, I'm actually going with both. It looks to be a like mechanic or... The hinge for the strap over it is built into the entire latch or switch mechanism, but it does have a padlock on it. Okay. Um, I will see if I can try to figure out how to disassemble the lock quick, quickly. Okay, are you wanting to mechanics that, skullduggery that, or shoot it? I, I do not want to skullduggery it. That's, that's for <laughs> certain. <laughs> what? That's your, uh, that's your wheelhouse, right? Best skill? Uh, I will, I will try to, how long, approximately how long do I think I have for the, before the train is like past this switch? Are we talking minutes, seconds? Uh, you're talking minutes that you can, yeah, you can hear a bit in the distance of like, uh, you can hear the sort of faint whoosh of it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try and mechanics it. Okay. So in that case, it's going to be. Well, it's going to be a average with two okay. setback on account of, I'm assuming you don't have any actual tools. Tools? No. Mm -mm. Um, although, fun fact, I am a gadgeteer. That is true. I, I'm pretty sure you were a gadgeteer. I mean, mechanically speaking, I am, because you don't stop. Did you ever invest in mechanics? No. I thought about it. <laughs> Why were you a gadgeteer again? Because hmm? she had to start somewhere. Yeah, because ship captain is a universal spec, so it cannot be your first mm. spec. Mm-hmm. You have to pick. You have to have a career. Yes. Go go gadgeteer. And I, and I do have uh, I do have jury rigged off of the gadgeteer tree. <laughs> All right. Um, but no mechanics. That's that's the only thing I have. That's why my blaster pistol has always been crit one. But anyhow, yeah, uh, I'm gonna flip a point. Because Barrowin reaches back into her distant past and hopes that this lock is 
similarly constructed to her plaster pistol. Uh, average, two setbacks. Um, with that point flipped, I've got a yellow and a green. Um, can I phone a friend? None in this case. You're kind would, of in the middle of I would of like to phone Modi. <laughs> and he's going to roll a knowledge Modi. Skill, roll a knowledge skill against him. Okay. So um I uh, I try to take it apart and uh that doesn't that doesn't occur probably. One failure and two threats. Um yeah. So as you're there trying to disassemble the lock, trying to like just even unlatch it. The different things that you're trying just are not able to you know that eventually they're going to work. You're sort of wearing the lock down, but you're pretty sure that the train will pass you by before that lock is open. I'm sort of figuring from the frustration of this and some of the desperation, it's causing two more strain. Um, okay. So, tired and frustrated. Okay. Um, plan, plan B. Plan B. Yep. B for... Breaking. Blaster. Blaster is a better thing for B to stand for than what I was thinking in the first place. And so how does Berwin look when Berwin's about to shoot it? Exhausted. <laughs> Alright, so as Berwin sort of straightens up, stands up, pulls out her blaster, points it at the lock, and we hear the shot, we see the shot, and then before we can see what the lock what happens with the lock, the screen wipes over to the other three of our heroes. I mean, like, the sound of Barrowin's blaster going off coincides perfectly with the sound of some other blaster going off in the fight? Pretty much, yeah. So, the camera appears over Ilan's shoulder, where you see the K's sort of in swarm mode around Ilan, and they're laying down, taking a sight down the cryot's breath, in front of them, you can see the uh, energy fence that the one section has been opened up. And inside, you can see Flutterplume, Vastrano, and uh, Billy all hunkered down as this hook is coming at uh, them with a, a group of guards not too far behind. As the, the hook yells out, Who's over there? You can see Flutterplume looking between Vastrano and Billy because they can't they don't really have eye line to Ilan and looks to see what they're about to do. Well we need to find um the lost people, correct? We need to figure out how to get them out of there, and we need to eliminate things that would stop us from getting out of there. Correct. And Ilan is looking for targets. <laughs> can Ilan get a beat on any of What's coming at us? Or is it too far? The hook is just at the edge of uh, long range. Then yes, Ellen could shoot the hook. And then, yeah, that's the thing. Is Yeah, because Billy Vistrano and Flutterplume are all close melee. The Gurk is at about medium range to the melee people. But Ilan being outside and up in a perch is at long range. Okay. Uh, but the hook is the one who's yelling at everybody. Yes. Attracting attention. Uh, Ilan isn't a dummy. Ilan is going to uh, place the reticles of the, uh, the crate's breath over top of the head. 
of uh, of their leader and is going to pull the trigger. All right. So you do get one setback for that. And I do feel like this should be upgraded once on account of the destiny does feel a little bit more in the dark side's favor. Okay. I'm trying to bring it a bit more into balance, one might say. Okay. Um, well, uh, Ilan is going to brace for one maneuver. Uh, if that setback, actually, is that setback from defense or yes, it is from circumstance? Defense. And never mind, I can't do that. So I'm just going to uh, burn two strain and double aim, I think. Um, yep, just going to double aim and uh, give this a shot. Uh, forgive me, it's been a little while. What is Ilan's ranged heavy? Okay. Like three green? No. Uh, it is actually two yellow and a green base, so the destiny point brings it up to, t- to three yellow, because Ilan invested in the spine- finally the second rank of ranged heavy last session. Ah. Uh, plus two boosts for the uh, for the aim, plus two boosts for the accurate two on the crate's breath. Good grief. Versus a red... A purple, it's uh, it's not three, it's on a hard shot because of the telescopic optical sight that's currently on it. Uh, and then the setback. Four successes and three advantages. So um, this is not going to go well for this individual. Hmm, light him on fire or do a crit? It's the magical question. I mean, Leslie supports fire. Yeah, I think that'll be better. It's kind of its unique thing. Although, if you're doing a headshot, a uh, crit seems appropriate. Uh, but Ben, that is going to be 16 damage uh, to uh, to them before soak. Uh, and then for one advantage, they are on fire for a turn because okay. of the jury rigged. Yep. And then the uh, the other two advantages, uh, I'm going to recover one strain and pass a boost onto my next ally as uh, All right. the leader of this other. Uh, of our adversaries is on fire <laughs> and has other things to worry about right now. Remember when Ilan was all harmless, like accidentally shooting Barrow in with an ion stunner? Harmless? <laughs> what I'm going to do is, uh, I know of normally putting the uh, NPCs, like the allied NPCs going at the end of the round, but, it feels right that Flutterplume is just going to mount their cover and start charging towards uh, this now on fire hook. Seems legit. So uh, Flutterplume's going to be running just flat out uh, with the size of a hook. Like, they're just the small side of Silhouette 2. So, like, they're still Silhouette 1, but barely. Uh, so. Flutterplume has fought hooks before and finds a bit of debris on the ground. Like, yeah, this is an encampment, but eh. I mean, mostly it's got slaves around, so who really cares how good it is? So there's like this knee-high rock that they, as they're running, plant their foot on, rise up, and start trying to do a downward punch on uh, this hook after taking two strain. She wants to superhero land on his head. Pretty much. Well, through his head. Though he is now on fire, so that's slightly... Yeah. Uh, She would take the two strain to upgrade... Because she has frenzied attack, she will upgrade her attack twice. This is melee. Dude does have defense. 
I am somewhat thinking that because of, they're on fire, this should be upgraded. With a dark side? Or... Yeah, it's going to... Uh, okay. I think it should be upgraded with a dark side. Just I'll do that after I roll. Okay, That seems fair. I was just wondering if that was natural. Jeez. That's enough for her to crit. Nice. So, uh, okay, five plus two gets seven. Pierce one. Nah. <laughs> Three is actually enough to take this guy down. So, sadly, it's just going to be, like, the knocked out guy who's going to be burning now instead of but Less screaming. Yeah, slightly. So, Flutterplume comes down, and, like, as she's coming down with her uh, right elbow raised up, punches the hook in apparently the right spot on the face and just drops him. And she comes down with essentially, yeah, a superhero three-point landing uh, just to the side of the hook. Oh my. Vistrano. Vistrano is staring at this. Uh, his face gets a little more blue. I'm thankful we did not engage in combat with Flutterplume. In... Indeed, yes. Pastrana, are you well? Uh, very well. She's it's glorious. Perhaps we should come to her aid. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm what? I'm sorry, what? Yes. Billy's just yes. gonna nod and pat your shoulder. <laughs> that kind of snaps him out of it a little bit. He is, yes. <laughs> Slightly enamored. Yes, just a little, a little in complete love. Did you, you see Ellen shot? Is he ogling right now? Over the over the comms. Yes, that was a lovely shot. Your practice has paid off. Now, if you'll excuse us, we have work to do. Of course. So that does leave us with Billy and Vastrano still to go. Flutterplume standing out there, essentially in the open, as uh, as the one squad of four has their. Blaster rifles pulled and seem to be, it looks like they're going to be within range to uh, shoot Flutterplume at the, like, when their turn finally happens. They're at about medium range to Vastrano and Billy. Do you want to go first since since you're enamored or shall I take the jump? <laughs> jump? I, I think you probably should. I think it'll, t I think it makes logistical sense that it would it would take Vastrano just a tick longer to snap back into it than Billy. <laughs> she brought him back to, to w the waking world but not kind of back to functionality. If this were an anime, like just sparkle eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Billy's gonna use her fancy feet and uh, close the distance. Um, it's medium so I w would I have to take two maneuvers to get to engage? Yeah. Which means you'd have to spend two strain. Okay. Can my fancy feet with a piloting planetary check get me there in time, or uh, just the strain? It would just be the strain. Okay. Otherwise, it would be a pilot planetary check. Well, that's what I was asking, if I could get there without using the strain. But I'm not worried about strain. It would be strain or pilot planetary check. Mm, eh, they're minions. They're not worth it. I'll take two strain. I will do a, instead of taking the, the, the jump, though I will do a, a hand on something and swing over 
up and over kind of maneuver. Yeah, okay. And then nice, two or three nice, really long strides and just kind of appear in front of them. Hello. Fwam. So, minions, I'm just punching them in the face. All right. Oh, wait. Um, yeah, no, I've got to roll first, so don't mind me. And are you doing anything nasty? Or do they have any defense? Um, no, but I do actually have to catch. There is no defense. This is me catching up when I said I should have. I mean, they're minions. I don't really see a reason why they... They may upgrade their shot, but I don't see the reason why they'd be uh, extra defended. I mean, normally they're here dealing with uh, slaves as opposed to anyone else. Someone they haven't broken yet? Someone that's going to break them? Exactly. Maybe. Yes. Oh, I have my vibro knuckles out because we were already in a fight, weren't we? Okay, so one, four, pierce one. So I guess I just do four damage. Sad. Four damage, pierce one. Wait, five. Hold on, Leslie can't math. Wait, um, yeah, hold on. What's your? It's actually. I'm gonna, I'm. This is the last number. Last number. Six, because it's. I have three, plus one, two successes. Right. Three being your brawn. Yes. Yes, that's correct. Okay. That now makes more sense. Six pierce one. All right, six pierce one is enough to get through and lay out one of them. Whether there's bone crunching or not, that's entirely up to you, Leslie. But yeah, uh, that definitely drops one of them. One of the five. I'll I'll say it was a um, it was actually a punch to the gut, so it's a double collapse. All right. And then that brings us to Bastano. Yes, so as I have just read from show notes last time, I was actually using my knife. So I've still got my knife out. So I'm going to rush, or Bastano is going to rush as close as he can get to Billy, which I don't think will be as close because Billy is a better runner. Eh, if you're still moving the two and uh, the two, whatever, you're still going to basically get as close. You just run differently. Okay, so yeah, uh, Vastrano bolts up beside Billy and is going to slash at, uh, yeah, okay, uh, the the people that Billy was attacking with a vibro knife. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I got four successes, so it's a pierce two vicious one. And uh, does anyone mind if I flip a point? No. Go for I it. Think that sounds grand. Alright, so three damage plus one damage per success, so that's six plus four for flipping the die. So that's nine. Nine damage, I believe. Uh, nine damage you have pierce? Yes, nine damage with pierce two vicious one, which I still can't wrap my head around. Pierce affects soak, uh, vicious affects crits. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Pierce two means reducing their soak by two. Oh, no, it's three. Oh, ten. Ten damage, actually, sorry. <laughs> wow, Ren, we're we are so on top of things. So okay, so with this revised uh, bit of math, and this isn't pressure point, so this is damage and not uh, not strength damage. So Ren, would you mind describing how you were able to take out two of them with your vibro knife? Yeah, I I guess. Uh, how, how tall are these uh, folks in comparison to a myself? You going for the throat again? Um, no. If I remember right, Vastrano's about an average-sized 
Gimmon ish, like five six. Five, I think eight, I think five seven. Yeah. All right. Wow. Uh, in that case, I would go with these ones are about six six two, like roughly about a meter. Okay. So Vastrano runs in, brandishing a vibro knife, and then does kind of like a little slide to to sort of dive down, like almost like a baseball move. Uh, and he is actually going to go for their their knees. And Butch. oh. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, to, uh, you know, just because he knows where to cut. So he's just going to dive down and make a good slice on on the good tendons of, of those knees. <laughs> just to drop them. We're, we're cutting these people up pretty good because Billy disemboweled that other one. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> Guess what? It's now their turn and they have to roll against Fearsome. And how many ranks? Just two. All right, so they do fail the fear check, but not like they get one advantage on the roll. So uh, that does mean they get a setback on their roll for whatever they're about to do. I'm thinking that they are going to try and disengage a bit and essentially reel back the two left and attempt to shoot at. So in this case, yes. The two of them are going to reel back almost as a reflex. They're shooting at Billy. That seems fair. So they are going to be at short range. Uh, they are so scattered. I don't. I don't really feel like they should be upgrading their check. I don't. It doesn't feel right. I do have this fancy new coat with uh, two defense. Apparently. You're welcome, everybody. Dang straight. Well, I gotta say, it deflects off of the coat. What what does the fear check actually do then? Should they have had uh the fear check? Oh shoot, I, I can't. I mean, like, yeah. is it like with normal? It would have an extra black. Yes. Okay. I should have. <laughs> Which means <laughs> all dice a... have canceled out because uh, Billy's coat made it so that it doesn't do damage, and because they are quaking in fear, their shooting has made it so that they don't even get an advantage. So yeah, they're just sort of. Walking back, they're currently in short range, which puts them too far out, or puts them at extreme range for Ellen. And oh, boo! I think we can handle this one. Like Ellen can see two other groups of three coming towards uh, the group, but also can start seeing a group of people as like starting to slowly follow. Uh, the mixed groupings of people running towards the firefight now that flashes have been shot on either side. I'm sort of thinking as the camera whips around seeing these two coming towards from Vastrano's slicing through the knees, the other two was almost, if their hands were free, they would have been windmilling, but just sort of walking back trying to shoot at Billy, but their shots are just wild. And everyone else is coming towards uh, the group. And through this, it's like the camera's doing a 360 turn. And then as the last bit of uh, building that's next to uh, Flutterplume, which is the last person that's seen, just coming up from their uh, superhero landing... And the 
uh, Hook is there expiring uh, as they are on fire. And uh, it's almost hard for the viewers to see the whip pans cut to uh, Barrowin because the camera keeps rotating. It almost looks like it does two circles. And we come to focus in on Barrowin looking down at the shot lock that is popped open. I open the lock. She shouts to herself. (laughs) (laughs) You can hear off in the distance, not too far now, uh, the train coming towards you. Like, it has uh, essentially whistles on it to make sure that people know because its version of locomotion's really, really quiet. Uh, What I'm going to need is a... Uh, another athletics check off of uh, Barrowin. Now that the lock is open, the cover on it's uh, been removed, now Barrowin needs to actually move the switch from one side to the other. Alright, difficulty? Uh, In this case, I am going to go with a... I'm going to go with a red and a purple on account of flipping this point. Okay, I'll flip one back, which means I'm looking at yellow-yellow-green versus red-purple as Barrowin, you know, rubs her uh, paws together for a moment and then just kind of throws all of her weight against this switch, because I'm imagining it being just this huge lever, probably, I assume, like as tall as Cav. That's pretty much what I've been figuring, yes. Honestly, no, this this entire thing is the train level from... Star Fox 64 in my brain. To be to be entirely honest, that's what's happening. All right, and this time, uh, fate smiles upon me more than before with two successes and one advantage. Nice. So with a shriek of metal, the switch flips over and almost at the exact same instance that like you hear the shunk of the uh, magnetics or of the electromagnets switching circuits, and then the new high-pitched whine of the electromagnets going off into the uh, into the siding. You can see the train divert down this siding, and the electromagnetic braking start, causing this huge as the train fairly rapidly comes to an end. As it does, like, the entire train passes Barrowin by as it goes on to the siding. As it does, Barrowin can see about half the train doesn't seem to be there. The back coupling to what is there is a smoking ruin. Oh, does that look like it's my fault? No. I look the direction it came from. Do I see a smoking anything back there? Uh, Along the track, where you figure the track is, you still see the column of smoke about good five clicks away but i assume i can't clearly see what that's coming from yeah no it's the valley that this goes in yeah this valley of scrap that it goes in is fairly windy i'm gonna take out my comm link ilan yes barrowin uh i know you might be busy but um do you see the uh there's a there's a plume of smoke kind of Barrowin is motioning towards the cloud of smoke, uh, trying to figure out 
how to express the direction it's in, not knowing exactly where Ilan is set up. Uh, Ilan clicks and buzzes. You hear a little bit over the comm as Ilan will direct uh, Kay's four, five, six, and seven uh, to find the the smoke and tell Ilan where it is, (laughs) meaning using their perception instead of mine. (laughs) That's what I was about to ask. Uh, In that case, that is going to be a... Yeah, that's going to be an average check upgraded once and with a setback on it because they've been fairly interested in all this other stuff. Okay. And there's still stuff going on. All right. So uh, red, purple setback. Uh, what is the set- setbacks due to the activity, right? Not due to distance? Yes. Okay. Have the double check. All right. And then uh, so they begin at one green. Then they get upgrade to yellow for the second. Then green, green. And then they get three boosts because of Cavs speaks binary three. Four successes and one advantage. Nice. Yes, Ilan sees it. What is it? Uh, Ilan will instruct the droids to zoom in with their electro-binoculars. Because you're up on this pillar of scrap, that's about the only reason why you can see down onto the rail line that's there. You can see that there are two cars that have been that are just now stationary on the track and there is a fairly large hover van sitting next to it the uh, k's are able to pick out a little bit of movement showing people offloading supplies from uh, the uh, train cars onto the hover van Ilan's children say there are a number of beings who are loading supplies off of some of the cargo trains onto a hover van. Oh good, well that sounds fairly innocuous. Could the crew use the hover van to transport the slaves? I don't know how many slaves are there. Ellen doesn't know Ellen is busy shooting people. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I'm busy not being there where the slaves are. If Ellen gets a number, Ellen will let Barrowin know. I imagine during that entire conversation, we just hear reports of the crate's breath going off. I'm figuring that, yeah. The fighting's going on roughly at the same time that Barrowin's uh, dealing with the train. And the train, it stopped, uh, all in all, it actually has stopped like three car lengths from uh, Barrowin. The siding breaking apparently is surprisingly good. I mean, how much space does there seem to be on the train that remains there's still uh three cars and the engine ahead of it or ahead of you well i'll go check that situation out the back door of the what barrowing can now see is a passenger car uh is still open and you can see a mary ellen poking their head out and drawing down on Barrowin. Drop your blaster. I don't want any trouble. <laughs> From a smoking train. <laughs> uh, this Mary Allen is fairly well uh, well dressed, uh, although her, her boots are covered in the the dust of, uh, and like probably rust of Ord Mantel. Um, we see she has a set of tattoos that run down to like the peak of her forehead, almost like a um, she's wearing a uh, like tiara or something like that. Um, her hair is cut short, um, sort of in like a pixie cut. Uh, she is currently brandishing a 
fairly small blaster, like a little holdout one in her left hand uh, pointed at Barrowin, but seems fairly confident in the situation. Well, I don't want any trouble either. Maybe you should... Maybe we should both drop our blasters at the same time. There's a studied a studied look, and then the Miriolan asks, or the Miriolan says, "You might be lying to me." Barrowin <laughs> <laughs> mugs at the camera for a moment. <laughs> Deadpan. As Barrowin mugs, yeah. As Barrowin mugs, the camera cuts over to uh, the other. Uh, grouping. We come back, there's Illin firing the Kryat's Breath into combat, though it, the combat's almost moved beyond the effective range of the Kryat's Breath, unless that's been changed without me remembering. Um, there's Flutterplume just seeming to charge. Like, charging into combat has been fairly effective for her. So she's just going to keep it up. And there's there seems to be uh, three guards in past, the two that are pretty close to Billy and Vestrana, and she's just booking it towards them. Uh, the three are seeming to be ahead of a, a group, a fairly motley group of people that are nervously looking at, like, what's going on? Why are there people here? Some of them are taking cover in behind pretty much everything. Like, you can see a bunch of tables flipped over. Like, And some people are looking up around. Some people have grabbed uh, large implements and improvised weapons and seeming to uh, be holding back. As these other fairly identifiable slavers are running towards uh, Billy and Vastrano. Who was charging home? The slavers are charging at Yell. And there's two groups of three? Yeah, there's two groups of three, and there's a group of two that is right close to you at short range. The other ones are at, after showing up, they're at about medium range. And there are only minions left on the field right now, yeah? Correct. There's only eight minions on the field. Uh, I would like to, uh, if any of them are within long range, I'd like to go first before you guys get engaged with them, since I don't want to accidentally shoot you. I don't want to be accidentally shot by the Great's Breath. I <laughs> am thinking that they're actually at extreme range. Even the two that backed off from Billy and Vastrano are still going to be at extreme range, or obscured by Billy and Vastrano. Okay, then you guys should go ahead and go first because Ilan's going to have to uh, leave their perch or start doing something else. Come on, that'll be an amazing athletics or coordination check to skate down the side of the uh, scrap heap. Right, because falling damage has been so kind to Ilan in the past. I think it's no scope. Uh, Ilan wants <laughs> to uh, pull a legless and find like a, a piece of shield shaped up and just surf down. Uh, well... Flutterplume is covered in flaming gore. Should she go first? She's the most decorated. I just went, basically, and did the the kneecapping. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could go full on uh, River Tam and just do a quick twirl and hit the next group. That's actually a really good point. It's a really fluid yeah, so momentum. Take out the, the two that are trying to hide from us. All right, yeah. 
so from so I, I like to think that Pastrano ended that in like a, a low divey crouch sort of thing with the knife out. So yeah, I guess he'll sort of swoop up and then rush over and slash at the other ones. Alright. So if you want to spend strain, you do have the ability to take a maneuver there, if you so want. I like get an advantage or something. Or get a boost for aiming. I guess I have enough strain. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm weighing how much strain I've got you left. Yes, that's sure, yes. Alright, so what what does that mean for me? <laughs> In uh, You would get a boost on top of your roll. Okay, perfect. One success. Ooh, ooh, yes. That's one success and five advantage, and I'm currently fighting with something that is a crit two. So that's a that's, that's two crits, right? Right, right, right. Uh, yes. Works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so it's uh the three damage. Um. Oh, do we? What's our what's our light side count at this at this juncture? Darling, they're they're minions. You crit twice. Oh, okay. 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 Right, Ben. You know, I just like to like to be extra. But yes, okay. Just for my clarification, was it the ones that were charging or the ones that were shrinking back that you were going after? The ones that were shrinking back. Okay, then yeah, just crit twice, you're done. Okay. And you have a strain you can recover. Oh, yay! Yes! I will do that. Well, okay, to be fair, how much damage will you do? Uh, if I don't flip the thing, then it's actually only three damage. If I flip, then it's seven damage total. Well, no. Uh, what's your brawn? Three. Three plus one for the knife plus one for the that and your pierce would be another two if i remember you said. i believe so oh which would actually be enough to um take out one before having to flip the crit to get the crit which means you've got three advantage left over is where i was going mm, so guess what that's three strain yeah that's what that's where i screwed up was i forgot you add your brawn whatever the weapon adds and then your successes yeah, that's why the melee weapons and stuff are are phrased as pluses for damage instead of a number like blasters are. That's yeah, I, I read it wrong. I read it as like additional successes rather than okay. Thank you. That's actually a very common misconception. I got I was thinking that for like four months. So you've got three advantage left over. You're getting one back as strain. What do you want to do with the other two? Also strain or I was strain? I was running low on strain, so I was actually gonna gonna take that. That's legit. Fair enough. Yeah, totally legit. That's why I waffled so much on whether or not I was gonna use the strain. Yes. <laughs> Alright. So that leaves two groups of three running at uh the group. It looks like they're gonna sort of plant at about medium range which is where they currently are. And Flutterplume is racing off towards the one on the left. Uh, what is Billy wanting to do? If she's going left, I'll go right. Because there's only three of them. If we can kind of... I, they're minions. I don't think we need to focus fire so much. So go ahead. And if you want to do Flutterplume, I'll go after her. All right. Um, like Pastrano, Flutterplume is actually getting really low on strength. Because she's Berserker. Pretty much. Like, so, on the other hand, what that means is that instead of five yellows, she's going to be rolling four yellows. Oh. Only four. How? Like, seriously, how? 
Uh, so let's see. That's eight pierce. There go those sparkle eyes again. I can hear them. Pastrano has the biggest crush now. I I was muted unfortunately because that was that was some some grade A Ren squeaking. I, I'm I'm pretty sure we're beyond crush right now. If there was more squeaking, that's even better. Um, so the way that that damage works out because uh, the net result was three advantage, three success, and a triumph. By the way, for our listeners, and I'm figuring that. Flutterplume is going to essentially be doing a actual man, like fighting move that's very showy because well, uh, muscle memory. Well, muscle memory, and also that's kind of what she does. Mm-hmm. So goes in. It starts off looking like she's clotheslining someone. The middle one. Yeah, it looks like she's clotheslining the middle one, getting their neck into the crux of her elbow drawing that in and using that one as a weapon as a pull uh, no as a pull to swing around and to kick the other two in the face taking all three out and yeah so she'll come down and essentially just sort of be panting in front of uh the uh people who are starting to poke their head out from in behind cover I just want to get Billy to go. All right. Are they in medium? So it's still the two to get there? They are at medium range. Yeah, it's still the two to get there. Unless you want to do a pilot planetary. Yeah, at this point, I'll go ahead and do the piloting planetary, because how often am I going to get to do that? Exactly. It'll be one red. So she fails. Uh, There's some dust in her her boots. Or does she succeed ungracefully? I'm really liking the idea of succeeding with a cause. Okay. I'm essentially going to be upgrading your uh, attack on them. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Well, you'd have an advantage. That was supposed to be one red, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So, that's... You would have had an advantage. Yeah, you would have had an advantage at the end of that. That's okay. What do you want to give me for the advantage? That's... What do you want for the advantage? I can't take a boost. I will take a strain back, though. So she jumps up, and when she lands, she loses her footing, kind of, because this place is a mess. It's just, it's just crap every. Sorry, it's scrap everywhere. Uh, and you said upgrade. Yes, it'll be. So in this case, it will be one red, one purple against your melee or brawl, brawl. Sorry, brawl. Um, so it's it's not beautiful like flutter plumes. But she takes a, a good solid swing. Actually, you know what she does? She lands rough and has to grab the shoulder of the one. But as she, she grabs him, she just does another gut punch. And she's going to end up with... See if I can do this correctly this time. Eight damage. Pierce one. That hit takes the uh, minion out in whichever fashion you're wanting. Like, you are gut punching them. Kind of up to you. Like, whether it's just gut punch and then they drop, like, a sack of uh, potatoes or, like... It's going to be gut punch, but she's still holding his shoulder, so she kind of, instead of him falling, she tosses him to one side. And just kind of... Perfect. Looks menacingly at the other two, because guess what? They're now engaged. Oh, congratulations. I know, it's it's just a darling day, isn't it? Uh, out of curiosity, does anyone want to spend a light side point 
on, say, a weird thing like a fear check? Uh, what's our pool standing at? Uh, four light side points, two dark side points. Sure, I didn't contribute anything to the, the destiny pool, but I'll use it. Oh, wait, no, I contributed the dark sides. Um, yeah, go ahead. We'll... All right, so they fail. They It isn't just a fail. There's actually a failure on this. And I'm figuring that the final thing that the camera sees on this is Billy punching, yeah, punching the gut of the middle one of this slaver group. The other two seeing that, seeing everything around them. And as the as Billy stands up, throwing the one to the side into the side of a uh, prefab building the other two start running off to the other side of the uh, encampment into like actually down a couple of the ramps and away from everyone. With that, the camera switches over to the tense standoff between Berwin and this mystery Mary Allen. All right. The Mary Allen slowly reholsters the holdout blaster behind her back and says, uh, you don't, uh, you seem like a pretty reasonable sort of Wookiee. What do you want the train for? Listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at the Hydean Way, and you can find me Ben on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. <laughs> I can't wait to get Barrowin's indignant response when we come back. We start the next episode with you repeating that. By the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'm- I'm Leslie, and if I survive this, find me a Leslie chance. <laughs> oh, I'm. I I am I am. Who? I am I am Ren's shock and awe, and I can be found at Atomic Firebird. <laughs> I'm Brandon, and I'm at Blue of the Kin. Uh, you can find me, Christine, and Ilan on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one two T H Night with a K. Uh, you can also find me on my uh, other podcast, uh, The Glass Dagger. It's a D and D five E actual play podcast set in Waterdeep, and uh, that is over at CompleteNight.com. Also, Night with a K. We are all at theheidianway.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are available on Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way, and you can holocom us at heroes at theheideanway.com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash theheideanway. Or you can donate a calf to us at ko-fi.com slash theheideanway.